Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson this Sunday. Uh, if you guys remember, there's a pay-per-view. Oh, it's Hell right. in a Cell. Yeah, I know. I keep on making plans for Sunday and then I have to keep on canceling those plans because I keep forgetting that we got a pay-per-view got on, a Sunday, pay-per-view on Sunday. Those plans are basically just me sitting around doing nothing, but those are very well, still, important those plans. Are, those can be very important plans. You got to take Absolutely. time for yourself, Steve. You got to take time for yourself. Speaking of which, tomorrow night, no Smash Zone. Um, uh, we're taking a rare week off mm-hmm. from that. So uh, no live streams. Well, no, so we'll have we'll have uh, numbers don't lie for numbers for don't patrons, lie for subs, patrons, subs, and, and YouTube yeah, channel members. We'll YouTube have channel that. members. I might do an MF Steve here thing. Okay, nothing here in the official. I got that Star Trek online. I've been itching to check that out. Uh, so that's fun. Um, and then I got I think I got like another game. I forget what it is. Anyways, in for I'm gonna try to see if uh, Star Trek Online can be like two players on the same ship because Enforcer and I want our own starship. We want to go around like destroying other. You just want to be in the holodeck the whole time. Yeah, that. Yeah, ideally, it's just me and the enforcer in the holodeck watching LA fights. There you go. That's what we're going to be doing. There you go. Um, it's you enforcer. What's his name? Uh, Rob shit. And Rob shit. Rob shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob shit. We're all in the holodeck together. Lieutenant <laughs> Rob shit. <laughs> He's our chief engineer, Larson. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, and then yeah, on today's episode, we're going to talk about NXT. We're going to talk about. We're not like look. We uh for big red predictions, in your house is not going to be. Although it kind of should be. There's like oh, I'd be candy. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. More than no, more the better is my in my attitude. Is my attitude no to one at most. Um, no. So I don't know. There's a couple things about uh in your the upcoming in your house that uh, that I'm like yeah I don't know about this one. Uh, most of it I think I'm pretty sure what's going to go on. Yeah. But uh, we're going to talk about all that in a little bit here. Uh, let's see here. We're going to talk about the women's tag title tournament and, uh, how it might not actually be happening. There is a tease out there for a huge potential return to wrestling. Uh, but first, of course, we've got a dynamite tonight and the big news over the past week or two has been the status 
of MJF. Yesterday, we talked about uh, this meeting that was supposed to go down between MJF and Tony Khan. And sure enough, AEW announced via their Twitter today that MJF will be appearing on tonight's edition of Dynamite. We're going to be doing our recap of that mm-hmm. tonight as well, right here at the Twitch and afterwards on YouTube and the podcast things. Um, so, yeah, what do you think? Do you have the scoop? What's MJF going to say? I got no scoop, but, uh, you know, they were supposed to be this meeting between MJF and Tony Khan that happened. And we were we were curious, well, if it goes well, then uh, maybe MJF will be back. Sooner rather than later, if it doesn't go well, then maybe maybe he, he won't be back for a while. Um, you know, I would see this potentially as positive signs that this meeting went well. Maybe they have worked out the issues uh, that were causing the tension in the first place, and they've agreed on a path to, uh, on a path to move forward with MJF and AEW. We don't know though. We don't know what what happened with this meeting at all. We don't know if he's just coming in just to like kind of troll the crowd a little bit and leave just to further rumor and speculation about his status. We don't know. We don't know anything. We won't know. Uh, 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 we won't know until we get some, re- some reports from backstage. What happened at that meeting? If we get any reports, won't know. we just get, we got to start making stuff up, man. Everybody else does. Let's start making stuff up. Larson. Um, yeah, no, you're right, man. We don't know what happened. It'll be interesting. I, I seemingly dude, I would, I would think, I mean, it just sort of makes some amount of common sense that they reach some form of common ground, uh, between the two of them. Otherwise they had the scenario for him to be written off TV for as long as necessary for them to get this sorted out. You know, it'd be great if he came out with the neck brace and somehow, you know how he was, when he was wheeled out the stretcher, they had the oxygen mask over his nose and eyes. It was up here. It was yeah. up here rather than here. If yeah. he comes out with the neck brace, but somehow still with the oxygen over his nose and eyes, that would just be funny to me. That that would be funny. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure how much it would really serve as the story or not be a distraction. But it would just be but funny. I like good comedy. Yes. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. But, uh, but yeah, you know, you would think... I don't know. It just stands to reason. I mean, I I would find it difficult to believe, although I guess it wouldn't shock me or be that surprising, but I would find it difficult to believe if they sat down, had a meeting and said, yeah, we're still not on the same page, but I'll show up on Dynamite anyways. That would be kind of weird, although I guess anything's possible. Maybe it's like, hey, yeah, let's just take it one step at a time. I'm willing to do Dynamite in good faith and uh, and and we'll leave this door open for further communication. And maybe maybe that's where it is. I don't know. I'm sure Sean Ross Sapp will probably have it at some point, mm-hmm. uh, what the deal is. Um, but uh, I'm glad to have MJF back on my on my screen. Indeed. Um, I, I kind of wonder if – I don't know, man. Like these dynamites, these uh, – I mean, that's a, big, that's a big selling point. I guess that's a big selling point. I was going to say, would it have been smarter for them to say, hey – Things are cool, but stay off TV for a couple of weeks and we can pop ratings in a couple of weeks when we can make turn situation work it a little bit so that because everybody loves a big anticipated return, you know, squeeze as much as you can out of it because it's going to be a big show regardless. Yeah, tonight. but I guess I, this gives people an extra reason to tune in. Huh? Yeah, you know, and, and since MJF has been the talk of the wrestling world for the last, I don't know, five days or whatever. You know, kind of strike while the iron's hot, too. I understand that point of view as well. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, mean, I don't think you'd go wrong with either approach. I guess the the more salient question is is what's 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 going to be the deal going forward? As you mentioned, is it some sort of 
they reach some sort of a, a, a agree to disagree agreement and let's just move on. Mm-hmm. You know, did they did they manage to talk things out to that extent? Did it go further? Did they uh, is there going to be an extension signed? We just don't know these things. Yeah. You know? So and like when I, when I doubt MGS promo tonight is going to uh, illuminate anything. Oh, I don't know about that. This dude loves to drop little references to real life and his shit. Um, I wonder what though. You know, he uh, he left the venue right afterwards. You know, evident it's only been a couple days. I wonder what. If there was an activity in Vegas, perhaps that brought him some clarity, like, oh, man, I got to get this figured out. He's sitting there, you know, <laughs> he's dropping like quarters in the in the in the slots. Oh, slot machine. Maybe he was coming saw, up. Nothing. <laughs> he went to saw a spam a lot. <laughs> he wanted to go see Blue Man Group and he was like, maybe I, ne- I need to get back to work. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. Could spam be. a lot. That's good. He went to go see his uh... Is Tom Jones still with us. I don't think so. Oh, I don't think what so. a bummer. Breaking news. Tom Jones is dead, according I don't to Larson. Think so. It's not unusual. I don't he know. Saw the last time he saw that. He like, had a, maybe he saw it. Maybe oh, he saw well, Tom. He is. He's still alive. Yeah, he's 81 years old. It does it say he's still active. Well, I don't know. Hold on. Usually on Wikipedia, it says active till whenever. Uh, well, was he active from like 1962 or something like that? Till present. 2021. He's got a covered. He had a cover album. When last year? Yeah, last year. So he's still active. Oh, that's still active, man. I don't know if he's touring at all, though. Maybe he's MJF saw live. Tom Jones and was like, "Hey, man, this guy's still doing it. Eighty-one. He's he still he still has it. What's what am I complaining about? You know, I'm gonna get back to work. Active wrestler Tom Jones. <laughs> 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 oh, man. anyways. Oh man, let's talk about Bray Wyatt Larson. Sure. So Wyndham Rotunda, formerly known as Bray Wyatt Man in WWE, has been busy making a movie since he was released by WWE. But based on some recent tweets, he could be returning to the wrestling ring, perhaps soon. Question mark. Question Yesterday, mark. Wyndham tweeted out this. Everything good that's ever happened to me first came a period of horrible suffering, man. I never ask why. I just wait for the rough part to end. I was chosen for whatever reason. And I've got shit to do. It doesn't hurt anymore. It burns. I'm ready now. He says, I'm tired of watching, tired of hearing irrelevant clowns speculate how I'll be perceived. Is he talking to us, man? Sounds that way. Tired of hearing about my greed, my desired questioned. Whenever and wherever I decide to return, I'll remind everyone why they know my name again and again. Believe in me. Patience. It's almost time. And then probably he'll tweet, I'm here. Run. Run. I'm here. Run. Um, so this Sunday, of course, is Hell in a Cell, Larson. He's not coming uh, back. <laughs> Bray Wyatt maybe, confirmed. Maybe all this is not uh, alluding to return to wrestling. Trailer for his movie is about to drop. Oh, that could be. No, that could totally be. That'd be awesome. True World Order says Tom Jones is playing Vegas September to October. Oh, very cool. So maybe he saw a Tom Jones impersonator. Tom Jones um, was great in Mars Attack. Yeah, yeah. Well, pff, you could end before you said in Mars Attacks. He is great. Yeah, I know great. Tom Jones is great. People, the, the women used to throw their undergarments mm-hmm. at him. God damn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Where, so maybe this is his movie. But let's say it's wrestling. What's the best fit for Wyndham Rotunda, man? 
I mean, I think history has kind of showed us that WWE isn't exactly the best fit for him. It's the largest platform for him to tell his stories, obviously. I love money, man. But I just put all my money in this movie. But it seems like uh, it's constantly butting heads with Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. You know, from a creative God standpoint. And if, if, if he values creative fulfillment just as much as, as money, then uh, I don't know. I mean. House of Torture, man. House of Torture. Oh, you want him to go to New Japan and join House of Torture. Absolutely. Take over House of Torture. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's like you look at AEW, and I mean, the closest kind of guy I think to him in AEW is probably uh, Malachi Black. Mm -hmm. And granted, he hasn't been featured in as prominent a role as I would like. Yeah. That being said, okay. he still comes off as really damn cool. Uh, they put on some really fun matches. Like they had a really terrific match recently. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. Could it be a miss in AEW? Maybe, but AEW, they also sort of, they, they keep on trying stuff until they get it right or at least try to get it right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, that's sort of the obvious, you know, big landing spot for him if he wants to dive into wrestling, but I don't know, man, maybe he's maybe doing this movie. He catches a Hollywood bug. If it does, with whatever service it ends up being on, be it you know theatrical release or just on streaming on Shutter or something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. Um, if he really enjoys it and makes a, a little bit of a coin off it, mm -hmm. maybe he'll stick around Hollywood. You know, I'm really I, interested in this thing. Man. I know, me too. I've always kind of thought that this, it seems like the stories he wants to tell is not a good fit for at least WWE's approach to professional wrestling. I don't know if they would work elsewhere, but just mm -hmm. in terms of the stories he likes to tell, the way mm -hmm. he wants to tell them. It just seems like an odd fit to the tropes of pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, you know, I, I would imagine he'd have to be given a, a, a large degree of creative latitude wherever he ends up if he goes back to wrestling um, to tell the stories that he wants to tell and the way he wants to tell them. I mean, dude, it could end up being like a, a bit of an Orson Welles situation where if he accepts like a, a Brock type deal. Like I'm not talking about money wise, but it's like, Hey, listen, that's the thing about WWE and Bray Wyatt that they actually kind of got right is that they didn't have him on all yeah. the time. There were yeah. long periods of time, not due to injury where he was just gone. Yeah. If he says, Hey, you know, if we can work out a deal where I get paid decently. Uh, I mean, his, somebody mentioned here, his Twitter handle still has Wyatt in it. Yeah. yeah I think um, he just changed it to Wyatt six. Wyatt six. Yeah. Um, if he works at a deal and says, hey, you know, you get me for the big four pay-per-views or the big events that you want me at, maybe the Saudi shows or something like that, um, and then he can go away and uh, and make movies because, you know, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes the Orson Welles analogy was because he would go and do these soulless acting gigs or yeah. fish stick commercials yeah. and then finance his own independent movies with that stuff. Sometimes coming across money in Hollywood isn't the easiest thing in the world to do. Mm -hmm. Um so I don't know. Maybe maybe he'd do something like that with WWE. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, obviously, what he seems to be really into is a weird fit for pro wrestling. That's why WWE never really seemed to get it downright. It's like, okay, this guy, like, how many moral victories can you have while eating pins all the time? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, let's talk about this. So we haven't heard much about the women's tag title tournament uh, that WWE announced shortly after Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out on Raw a couple weeks back. Um, and according to Dave Meltzer on a recent recent Wrestling Observer Radio, seems like we're going to have to wait even longer for it to happen if it happens. 
These transcripts come to you from wrestlingnews.co. That's what Dave had to say. Quote, that women's tag team tournament is like dead now. Yeah, not a word. They had an idea for four women's teams, whatever they end up being. It was pitched, but it was never signed off on as of like a week ago. Now I have no idea what's going on. It's like not a word. So confirmed Dave Meltzer watches WWE programming because they have not mentioned the, the, the women's tag title they tournament. anything to promote it, to even give one the idea that it's even going to happen uh, pretty much since the moment that uh, Michael Cole announced it. It was it, it seemed like an idea born purely out of spite just to say, hey, we're moving on. But here's the thing, Larson. They advertised this, and now millions of fans are disappointed that this tag title tournament – was announced and now they're not doing it. WWE has let down millions, true, true. Upon and millions not only of people, millions and millions of the WWE universe, but WWE superstars as well. They've, They've let, let them down, down the millions of WWE superstars and the millions of fans that watch Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. and YouTube highlights and uh, Celadrama Global fans, Wrestling News Now fans. Mm-hmm. They've let us all down. Let us all down. Like, come on, WWE, how could you do that? I feel personally offended. Yes, we expect better from you, WWE. Summarily and unprofessionally <laughs> removed through this other tag plans. team yes. tournament. Yes. Wow. Feeling so let down. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. NXT in your house this coming Saturday at that's uh, still at the Capitol Wrestling Center. I believe so. They're at the I NXT so. arena still. I guess so. Um, so, yeah. But uh, so let's go ahead and talk about this particular card because we've sure. got a bunch of title matches. We've got big stakes on the line. The possible merger slash acquisition of one underworld empire and another underworld empire yeah, it'd yeah. be it'd be nice if these two were like you know there was there was a way they could have done this legato versus tony d thing without it feeling so cheesy like yeah. I, the personalities involved are cool it's just like what are you guys actually fighting over i know like well, turf. territory turf yeah turf like what if there were some titles involved, like if NXT had, had like uh, uh, introduced their own trios titles or mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then like, OK, they're fighting over this tangible thing because the idea in wrestling is with titles come money and power. 
you run a particular division or whatever. But they're not really running anything. Like he won a match to claim Dawn of NXT, well, we which ha- we really ha- we haven't seen either group engage in any of the criminal enterprises to lead them us to believe that this is their turf. You know, we haven't seen anybody doing a numbers racket. You know? Uh, yeah, like uh, Shaw Samuels is running yes, more of a racket over that's in That's what NXT I'm talking UK. about. Something like that, you know? And, right. and without Shaking that, Shaking down people, protection exactly, money. Protection money, all that kind of stuff. And without that, it's just a lot of talk with not a lot of substance behind it. There's um, nothing there I know that you they're fighting over. They could rent a giant yacht and try to claim as Santos, but we all know that people in NXT don't make nearly enough money. <laughs> Probably they're to buy a rowboat. MJF money is what they're making. <laughs> to buy a rowboat, much less a giant yacht. So yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it it kind of it it it's it doesn't have a whole lot of substance to it. I mean, I mean it, like especially the stuff on the yacht, the way it was just produced was cheesy. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the match will hopefully be good. Santos is yeah. great. Santos, no, Santos is fantastic in any way, every way, shape, or form. I love Legato. I think they're great. I wish they would win more. Yeah. Uh, And that's sort of the point is that they don't really have much to show for Mm -mm. any of this. Like, they're both like losing, like, what, the the two two dimes and stacks, just, you know, they got a win against, you know, two perpetual losers in Malik Blade and Idris Anofe recently, but they've also just been introduced. Yeah. I know they're trying to kayfabe some backstory where they go around beating people up in their younger days. Um, but uh but they're just they're not fighting over anything. But I guess no. there's gonna be some goofiness with, you know, one of or the you know, uh, either Legato's gonna have to join Tony D or Tony D's gonna have to join Legato when they brought up that I think uh, Legato has or Santos has a win over Tony D, which probably just means that this is going to go the other way this time. You think so? Um, and Legato is going to join Tony D's family, and there's going to be – it's all going to be played for laughs, which is great, and it might make for good entertainment. Uh, I mean, a lot of this stuff has been entertaining, but it's also like, okay, you guys are just really silly. Yeah. I mean, that's what NXT is. It's silly. It's, 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 it is. It's I mean, I shouldn't. I know. Exactly. Show. I mean, the whole yeah. the whole main event storyline is is silly. Oh, that bit this week when Breaker was in the middle of his interview. And then all of a sudden, like, he's in a child's haunted house oh, thing. Was so and he's like, oh, no, Gacy. Oh, no. I'm going to. Man, about to smash flat screen television. Yeah. And then he was like, nope, I can't do it. I can't lose my oh, cool. That was so bad. That was so Yeah, bad. that was really, really cheesy. Um, otherwise, there was stuff that I kind of appreciate. I like the stuff with Diamond Mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Creed Brothers, if they win on Saturday, they get to stay part of Diamond Mine. They bring back the tag titles. If they lose, I guess they're out of Diamond Mine, which you can only assume, I guess, that maybe Diamond Mine has some sort of lucrative management contract which gets them like, I don't know, some amount of incentivized money because that's the only reason they'd care about getting kicked out of Diamond Mine. It's like, otherwise, why wouldn't, you know, the the three cool people in Diamond Mine? Yeah. Shit, even Damon Kemp is cool. Kick out Roderick Strong. Just kick yeah, out the leader. Like, I know. start your own. Yeah, I thought uh, you know, I thought Damon Kemp did did pretty well in his, his first tag match with Roderick Strong. Platinum Mine. Start up your own mine. There we go. Coal Mine. I don't know what it is. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that title match, Braun Breaker versus Joe Gacy, you know, Braun's got to control himself. If he gets DQ'd, he loses that title. Yeah. I don't, I mean, Braun Breaker's going to win that match. Yeah, I is. don't see that going the other way. The only question is we're going to find out who the Druids are. 
soon to be NXT's number one druids. Mm-hmm. Were they even featured this week? I'll be honest with you. They stood in the background while Gacy did a promo. That's it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was yeah. I, uh, I fast forward to that whole Gacy bit. All right. I, 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 I hit play when the interview came because I know this Gacy just. Yeah, no, he just talks and talks and talks and talks and worries about it later. Um, let's get these picks in and we can go through the show. So, North American title bout, you got Cameron Grimes to the moon versus to the moon. A champ, Carmelo Hayes. Uh, I'd be surprised if Grimes loses because he, he, he's, he's already promised Solo Sokoa a title match. He's got next. Yeah, he's got next. I wouldn't be surprised if Solo Sokoa is next North America champion. You got to think Grimes retains here. He's the most over guy there is. Carmelo Hayes really should be the next uh, in line to, for Braun Breaker, and that's when he should win the actual A championship. So, yeah, I got Grimes too. All right. Uh, tag title bout. Uh, toxic Attraction taking on Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Uh, Chance and Carter and Wendy Chu stood tall to close that women's championship summit uh, during uh, uh, 2.0 this week. Uh, that means they're losing toxic attraction retains. Yeah, there is. I mean, maybe down the line, Roxy will take that title off of uh, Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should probably call up toxic attraction at some point. They're ready yeah. for main roster. Yeah. They're really good. Um, they should really call up Katana chase and Caden Carter too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I got toxic traction too. They're not, it's a shame though, because I, Wendy Chu's character is that sort of weird thing that everybody seems to love and she has a really good handle on it mm-hmm. and she would make a really interesting, I think NXT women's champion just for how like weird her gimmick is and yeah. how yeah. fun it kind of is. Cause she's really good at doing whatever that is. Yeah, she is being really a child or whatever, whatever the hell it is. I really liked it though. I like, I like that whole segment. I thought it was pretty over the whole, just sign the contract thing. And then the whole crowd started chanting, sign the contract. And yeah. Mandy held her own in that crowd. Just, you know, trying to derail her. She did a really good job. Uh, let's talk. Uh, you mentioned this match. You got Tony D stacks the two dimes taking on Legato del Fantasma. Since Santos won the one-on-one match granted use yeah. brass knuckles. Um, I guess you got to think that Tony D is going to win this one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, they're going to trade them. Um, and Legato, they just tend to lose. Yeah. I mean, that's that's sort of what they do. So, yeah. I mean, if we were putting confidence points on this one, it'd be a single one. Uh, my single would go to. No, you're right about that. The Tigers are actually. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, you're right. This, this would be the single one. Yeah. Now, next yeah. lowest would probably be this next match, Pretty Deadly versus Creed Brothers. I feel like Creed Brothers' days and Dynamite are probably running out. They stood tall in their segment. Um, they held the titles in their segment. I know, exactly. That was big, yeah. Not a good sign then, for, them, for them winning. They're probably getting kicked out. Roddy's going to try to either help them or cost them their spot in Dynamite because he's fed up with, the, with them. I think he's going to do both. <laughs> Creed Brothers are out. Pretty yeah, deadly. I think he's going to try to help them and inadvertently uh, cost them. Uh, and then still kick them out and yep. pretty deadly, pretty deadly. They just, they, they're just like in UK, they held down the pandemic era of the tag division. They were just always the champions. Then. Yeah. Yep. yep. And the same thing here for NXT, uh, NXT proper. Yep. Uh, after that, we have Mandy Rose and Wendy Chu. Mandy Rose is totally going to win here. Oh, yeah. Toxic attraction. When toxic attraction loses, it's going to be like three. It's going to be a, a, a singles and a tag team that are like really on the same page. 
similarly gimmicked. I don't know if there's uh who is Cora Jade? She, oh, she pals around with with Roxanne Perez. Yeah, isn't she palling around with somebody else? Yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean that's that's the that's their story is that they go way back to friends. So it's entirely possible that if Roxanne Perez wins the breakout tournament, she'll like she'll go after the tag titles with Cora Jade rather than uh, go after the uh, women's title. That could be. That could be. And then uh, this is a given: Braun Breaker versus oh, yeah, Braun Joe Braun Gacy. This would probably be my highest. Uh, I'd probably put of, uh, Mandy retaining as my top comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. I'd probably put, I'd put Grimes probably second highest just because your logic is pretty sound. Solo saying, I got next, I got next. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Otherwise, I thought NXT, it was fine. Um, a lot of the little character stuff I was really on board with. Sangha, once again, stealing my show, telling Wesley, hey, man. Go out there, you fight him, Zion Quinn, the guy who likes to run it straight. Fight him. Still know what that same means. Same way you fought me. You're not a giant. And that sort of Wesley was like, hey. And and then he says, but you got a, a heart of a giant. Not an enlarged heart. No. Just the heart of a lot of heart. Metaphorically. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. Uh, I guess we can jump into it. The uh, show opens with Dynamite arriving at Performance Center. Roddy tells the, the Creeds and Ivy Nile, you have the night off. Just watch how I go take care of Pretty Deadly. In the first match, it's Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp versus Pretty Deadly. And early on, commentary is uh, wondering how coachable is Damon Kemp. So he's getting out-wrestled early on by Elton Prince. He goes to his corner. Strong kind of gives him some, some, some words and then slaps him. Pow! Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. that, Kemp goes off. Oh yeah, man, he's gonna be woken up a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's it's the jet lag because he was coming back and That's forth true. from UK and That's NXT true. a lot. That's true. Uh, anyways, in the end, uh, Dynamite doesn't win, so uh, Priya Deadly has the advantage, uh, and so uh, Prince takes out Kemp on the floor. Oh, we got the, the the finish here. Oh, so Elton Prince. Hands Kit Wilson to tag dial. He grabs the other one and he brings it into the ring to distract the, the ref. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Kit's looking to hit Roderick when he gets up. So mm-hmm. the Creeds run out to ringside. Julius pushes Roddy out of the way. So instead of Roddy getting hit by the belt, it's him. He falls mm-hmm. to the apron or f- to the floor. So Roddy rolls up Kit, gets a two. And when Kit uh, kicks out, he pushes Roderick Strong towards the ropes. And he kind of looks and sees what's going on, wondering why the Creeds are out there. He mm-hmm. turns around pretty deadly, hit him with their finish. Spilled milk to get the win. Yep, yep. Uh, after that, we had uh, uh, Cameron Grimes backstage warming up. Solo Sokoa steps in. He says, hey, look, I got your back tonight. I'm going to make sure Mellow and Trick don't pull anything because they're, they're commentary. Uh, he says, uh, you go beat Mellow at in your house. And remember, I got next. And then Duke Hudson steps in. He says, obviously, I'm next for the NXT title. I beat Braun Breaker just then. And uh, Grimes is like, hey, nice haircut. He leaves. And Solo's like, man, you beat, you won Braun by, by DQ, and you needed Gacy's help to do it. And then Duke says, you're not on my level. And then Sokoa says, if I can't take you, then I'm not ready to challenge for any title. How about we have a match tonight? And then Duke is like, all righty. Uh, after that, Grayson Waller, who, yes, mark the date, Larson, June 1st, 2022. I knew it was going to happen. I fully come around to. Grayson I knew Waller. it was going to happen. His the little comedy because you know what he's found all this little comedy stuff in the ring that he does that really is funny. When he was riding Briggs around, 
that little that, those little bits there that sort of tie his character all together it's hilarious like this like the, what he sort of morphed into i'm totally on board with knew it was gonna so, happen uh, knew it well good job i knew it. uh so he asked roxanne uh he's like hey is are you a fan or a fighter he says you have no business being in the ring with tiffany stratton he says you should be on the other side of the barricade. You could le- learn a thing or two. He says well, everybody he actually, here. Actually, Roxanne isn't there. He's a sa- talking about Roxanne. He's saying that about her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, everybody here can learn something from Tiffany Stratton. He's like, you can't just hang around and expect to get anything. You got to go get it. He says last week Stratton ran through uh, Fallon Henley. He says uh, Briggs, and then Briggs walks up into the background because he's talking shit. And he's like, Tiffany went to the finals where she belongs. And then he's like, oh, Briggs is behind me, isn't he? And then uh, uh, he tells him, he says, uh, that's enough. He says, if you want to press everybody, let's see how well you take a country ass beaten tonight. Yeah. Uh, and then we had the Tony D'Angelo family, Legato, Del Fantasma, sit down on this giant yacht. I think they're like in Miami or something like that. Well, giant. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, it was a pretty this, good size. This isn't one of those billionaire yachts. No, it was but like it's a, a good decent size. size. It's a good size yacht. The exterior shots made it, unless that was stock footage, made it seem like a decent size boat. Mm-hmm. I would speculate it was probably stock footage and they had a different boat that they it's entirely possible, rented. like a fishing boat they had. For the I interior. think, yeah, it was a barge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have this nice, like billionaire yacht on the outside. <laughs> Go and there's like a fisherman pissing in the corner. I know you can just smell the vomit. It's just coming off the screen. So anyways, right. uh, Tony and his crew walk on the yacht first and Legato comes in. They, and Santos like, all right, let's, let's, let's get going. So they, head out to sea or at least drive, uh, sailing uh, around the coastline. And Santos is like, you're on my yacht. You call for this meeting. What do you want to address? And he says, you're going to talk to your, uh, you're going to talk to AJ Galante. And Tony says, no, I've already discussed things with AJ. Uh, he says, we knew this was going to turn into a turf war. I don't trust you. I don't like you. And Santos says, I'm not shocked by that. I know a snake when I see one. And Tony, you're a cobra. And there's, there's nothing more than I'd like to squeeze a life out of you. And then Tony says, why don't we just finish this then? Electra says, uh, Santos has already beaten you. What's in it for us? And Tony says, well, Santos, you use brass knuckles. And then uh, 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 Santos says, oh, now you want to play by the rules. Lopez is right. What's in it for us? So unless you got a better offer to see yourself off. And I'm thinking, they're out on the water. Mm-hmm. Tony's going to see himself off this boat right into the the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they have it established that they've docked the boat. They have a little dinghy. Unless they have some uh, life rafts or something on there. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Tony says, all right, how about this? Six-man tag match. If we win, Legato, you have to join our family under my direction. If you win, we'll fall in line behind you, Santos. And Santos says, you're on. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, turn the boat back around. Now we have like 20 awkward minutes just hanging out with each other while we dock. I know. (laughs) Uh, It'd be funny if they had a little bit of comedy to this and like (laughs) the guy Tony D and his guys jump off the boat and start swimming. I know. (laughs) (laughs) They got some some floaties on their arms. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, After that, we had Cora Jade versus Electra Lopez. Uh, made it back from the boat on time. Uh, Cora wins with a top rope sent on here. Not 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 a lot of momentum there for Electra Lopez heading into no. her compadres match here. 
Uh, after that, we had a Wesley interview. He says, uh, the interviewer is like, why did you challenge Quinn? He's like, have you not been paying attention this entire time? <laughs> like, my whole beef was with Quinn. Mm-hmm. He says, I've been waiting for this match. He says, now that he's cleared, he, I can't miss this opportunity. He says, my match with Sangha didn't go as planned, but as long as I've got air in my lungs, and then Sangha steps in and says, man, you need to fight Zion like you fought me. You're not a giant, but you have an enlarged heart. No, so best heart. of luck. Oh, a giant heart. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. Same thing. Not Synonymous. literally. No, not literally. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. He says, so best of luck tonight. And Wesley looked kind of annoyed by his presence. Yeah. He needs to accept him as a friend because, uh, you know, he's just, he's just, he's got his back. He does. He does. Nobody else does. Nope. Nathan uh, Frazier noped out of there pretty quick. Yeah, I know. I know. So then we had a Roxanne Perez video package highlighting her background, her backstory. It's uh, the ultimate story for WWE. It really it, is. It just somebody in the WWE, a mark in the WWE universe. A lifelong fan, someone who who would take a bus 10 hours to go train at, at Booker T school and take a bus 10 hours back home. Yeah. You know. Um, just for the dream of yeah. being in WWE. For being in WWE. Yeah, she's like, I turned down a contract offer from AW to be here. Which, who knows if that's true or not. Yeah, Anyways, uh, after that, we had Wesley versus Zion Quinn. In this case, Zion Quinn did not run it straight because Wesley was able to get it backwards. For we don't know what that here. means, so maybe he did. Oh, maybe he did run it straight because we're not sure what that means. No idea what that means. That's true. Quinn dominated most of this match. Uh, and he was really throwing. I mean, he looked he looked really good in this match. It's like mm-hmm. the most crisp I've seen him, probably because he's in there with Wesley, who's really good. Yeah, he is really good. But yeah, Wesley ran it straight, rolled up for the win. Don't know if that, what that means. That that lawn dart that uh, Zion Quinn did to Wesley into the second turnbuckle that was nasty. Oh, something else, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was something else. Uh, then we get Diamond backstage, and Roddy's like. Creed Brothers, what is your problem? I told you to stay in back. Instead, you come out and you cost you my match. And Ivy Nile says, no, 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 you don't understand. Pretty deadly. He was about to hit you with the tag title. Julius stepped in and took the shot for you. And Roderick Roderick says, is that true? And Julius says, yes. And then Roddy goes, well, you still cost me the match. If he had hit me, I would have won by DQ. (laughs) What a dick. I know. (laughs) An absolute dick. Roddy's doing a really good job in this role. He is. He says, I'm the leader. And when I tell you to do something, you do it. Right now, failure is not an option. If the Creeds don't win the tag titles in your house, they're out of Diamond Mine. You're out of here. So uh, me and Damon Kemp, who every moment this goes on looks like he regrets joining Diamond a Mine. Thousand percent. He's sitting down the whole time. Half the time, his head's just in his hand. Yeah. Yep. Oh, All right. So man. if you didn't watch this, I guess I have to go through this. So, man, can you just? It's a Joe Gacy video package. Can it's you try pretty to boil much. It down he like says he pretty says that Braun's anger issues are a side effect of his family. He points to Rick and Scott feuding at WCW <laughs> and says that Braun had all this uh, anger and aggression, and rather than dealing with it at home, he took it out uh, on the gridiron and, and, and football games and shows some highlights there. And then he just says, hey, you know, get back at me, Braun. Uh, it was pretty much uh, uh, Darth Vader telling Braun to join the dark side. Okay. Um, you know, unleash your anger on me. Step outside the rules. Uh, uh, take out your frustration on me. And one way or another, he says, I'm I'm going to be champion. I mean, is it possible we're looking at the end of Empire Strikes Back here where uh, the Braun Breaker loses his hand Steve, and his title? Joe Gacy is no Darth Vader. To Joe Gacy. 
Well, the druids are kind of dressed like those imperial guards. They have the red on. Maybe we'll see some lightning fingers. That'd be cool. I think you're expecting way power. too much. Way too much. Yeah, you're probably right. This isn't even going to be at a proper arena. Uh, after that, we had a Braun Breaker interview. He's like, I'm not losing my title to Casey in your house. And then uh, cheesy, like, fucking animatronic. Oh, that was so bad. Five Nights at Freddy's. so And, like, the lights start flickering on and off. And Braun's like, oh, no, I don't like this at all. And he's about to smash this TV that suddenly appears in front of him. And then instead he calms himself down and says, maybe Joel Gacy's right. I am predictable, but it's not a weakness. It's a strength. This weekend I'm going to rip Joel Gacy apart. He's a butt sucker. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, then we had the Women's Championship Summit. So uh, Gigi's about to start talking. Katana Chance interrupts. Says, we're sick of hearing you talk. And we're sick of seeing you with those titles this weekend. We're going to win. And Gigi says, well, I respect the confidence, but you really think you're the first team. You really think you're the first team to beat Toxic Attraction. There's a long list who have tried, many of, of whom aren't even NXT anymore. Ooh. Uh, eventually, Caden says, it's easy being on top when you barely defend the titles. While you've been over here running your mouth, don't forget that we are the only tag team to beat you. And Wendy just every now and again just, just says, Sign the contract. Sign the contract. Mm, yeah. Sign the contract. Because everybody else has signed it, save for Mandy. So Mandy says, I've heard enough. We're the best in the business because the titles say so. This Saturday, the superstar with the most pressure on them isn't Braun or Grimes. It's me because uh, I will do whatever it takes. So Chu isn't the next women's champ. Crowd starts chanting, sign the contract. Sign the contract. So Mandy says, when she became champ, everybody thought it was going to be a short reign, but it's been 200 days and counting, so put some respect on my name. She signs the deal, tells Wendy, stop playing your games, and then Wendy has like a giant straw and shoots a spitball at her. Mm -hmm. So this mm -hmm. irritates Mandy. Brawl breaks out. Uh, Katana Chance and King Carter take out Gigi and JC. They get in the ring. They take down Mandy, put her on a table, and then Wendy hits like a splash with kind of like a nap time posture. Yeah, and then they all Put hold the up the titles. They're all going to lose on Saturday. Ensuring yeah. they're going to lose. Yeah, uh, after that, Kiana James walks into the locker room as Ivy Niles doing some push-ups. She starts talking, uh, how about the numbers don't lie? She's like, are you still going to talk to the Creeds? Uh, she's like, I wonder if you're still going to even talk to the Creeds after Saturday because uh, uh, after they lose, Diamond Mind's going to have to recruit new members. And Ivy's like, yeah, the Creeds are going to win. Diamond Mind forever. <laughs> and James uh, uh, says uh, the Creeds have a, only a 12% chance to win. Ivy pushes up against the locker, says, what are the odds I'm going to kick your ass? Kiana says, about the same odds as the Creeds. I mean, no, my odds are the same. Oh, shit. I have, there's a 12% chance I'm going to beat you up, Ivy Nile. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, that's what happened. But that match yeah. happened a little bit later. 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 First up, we had Solo Co versus Duke Hudson. Uh, Solo wins this with a super kick, a hip attack, and a top rope splash. This is a pretty quick match. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I want better for Duke Hudson. Yeah, I do too. Uh, after that, we had a Tiffany Stratton promo. This stuff is really good with her, man. Like, she's really figuring it all out very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, she says, I corrected the biggest injustice in history. How do you have a breakout tournament without me? She says, uh, now I am where I belong in the finals. She says, when you expect greatness to happen, success follows. And I work harder than everybody else. She says, Perez's story is such an eye roll. Maybe that's why I like Tiffany Stratton, because I kind of agree with that sentiment. 
She says, I'm so over everybody loving her. And after I beat Perez, she can go cry on Cora's shoulder and watch her become and watch me become the next NXT women's champion. I mean, the problem is that you got another heel with the champ with the title. They don't uh, I know. Yep. Uh, then we had the segment where Thea Hale chooses where she's going to go to college. She has a Notre Dame hat, I believe Alabama, and I can't remember what the other one was. At first, she puts the Notre Dame one on and says, no, this isn't this isn't it. She kind of sweeps the other ones off the table, uh, pulls out a Chase U hat, puts that on, <laughs> declares that she will be attending Chase U, and, of course, Chase University celebrates. It cuts to them in the room waiting for her decision yeah. to be made. This this had me laugh. This had me cracking up. I was dying laughing because they were playing they were playing this up so straight on TV. Like, oh, WWE's gonna let me go to college at the same time I'm mm-hmm. I'm performing mm-hmm. here. And I'm like, Yeah, there's online colleges. That's a possibility. <laughs> there's full sale. They used to shoot and stuff there. This fool comes out with a JC University hat. I was dying laughing because <laughs> she starts doing the Chase U yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh man, this really this got me, man. I was laughing. I, this was this was funny. Uh, after that, we had Grayson Waller versus Josh Briggs. What a mess! Uh, uh, Robert Stone and Cromwell come out to the ring. What's her name? Sophia Cromwell uh-huh. come out to the ringside. Uh, uh, Von Wagner shows up, gets on the apron. Briggs boots him off. Waller hits that awesome rolling uh, uh, stunner for the win. Von Wagner gets in the ring, takes the boots to Briggs. Slams his arm against the ring post. Jensen comes out. Von Wagner's trying to find a chair underneath the ring. Yeah. Finally finds it. Jensen kicks at him, and he just throws the chair away, and yeah. they beat feet. I mean, Jensen still has the broken hand. Yeah, I know. Von Wagner should just go in there with a the chair and wail away on him. I know. I think you know. maybe he has to consult with Kiana James to see what his odds are of success. She does not. I, I, I don't know where she got her math degree from. Maybe Chase University. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe her statistics but, uh, degree. I, yeah. I, yeah. Her numbers seem a little suspect. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, because she did lose to Ivy Nile. Oh, uh, yeah. In the next yeah. match. Um, I mean, Ivy couldn't put on her dragon sleeper, but she just like hit a couple kicks, slammed her. So, anyways, pretty deadly come out with some diamond mine shirts that they kind of cut up and put back together. Um, and says, uh, essentially, we're going to win it in your house. Creed, you're going to get kicked out of Diamond Mine, and we're going to be the ones that do that and see Diamond Mine close. Creed's come to the ring, uh, and then Pretty Deadly's like, all right, we'll see you. We'll see you Saturday. So the Creed's grab him, bring him in the ring, wreck him a bit, throw him out, hold up the tag titles. Not looking good for no, Creed. No, you, can, you don't do that. They're new, so they don't really know the whole go-home math thing. Yeah. What they should have done is showed up, got their asses kicked, then they walk in with the momentum. Yeah, exactly. Get yeah, bring the 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 bring pretty deadly in there and be like, all right, let's fight. It is interesting. Just take it on the chin. The last thing you want heading into a big match is momentum. Yeah, I know. You want anti momentum. You do. You do. Yeah. You need that chip on your shoulder. You need that bulletin board material, Steve. Right, yeah. I like I got right bird. there. Do you have it? Can you turn the camera to your book? May no, I I'm see not the do bulletin that board? Because that's for me only. That's my bulletin board for my You've motivation. You've told me multiple items on the bulletin board. Yeah? Can I just see it, please? No. I'd like to know what I'm up against tomorrow. Oh, you know. Well, yeah, but I'd like to know more. Can you show me, please? No, I'm not going to show you my game plan. Why would I do that? Now, please. It's your game plan or your bulletin board? Both. Your game plan's on your bulletin I board? I drew some plays up up there. There's some X's and O's. You got that right. Am I the O? Yeah. You're calling me fat. 
All right. After that, we had <laughs> we had a Giovanni Vinci video package. Larson, I was buying into this until the close up of him cutting his steak. I'll say this. Could mean two things. He was using what looked to be a butter knife. Yes. <laughs> Is it because he's so strong? That was part of it. Maybe it's really tender meat. Okay, so I'm not cultured at all, all right? right. Yeah. I like hot dogs. Yeah, I know. But is there any, like, if in the fanciest restaurants, is it a point of pride that the oh, steak that is so tender that you can cut it with a butter knife? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you get a good if you get a good filet that's cooked medium rare, it's pretty easy to cut into. I've it had some, look, yeah. No, I've had some, I've had some, some good meat like that, but I just didn't know if it's like, what, like, why, like, I don't know who would be filming this. So they'd say, hey, use a butter knife. Yeah, I know. I, it, it seems like a situation where they were shooting it and the only knife was there was a butter knife. And they're like, all right, fine, let's, let's do it with a butter knife. It was somebody's kitchen who, like, I don't know, like, they're like a vegan or something. They don't have steak knives. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It made me laugh. It made me laugh. Much more than I probably should have because yeah. it was so funny. They were making such a point of because it was like a you know it's a, it's like an Italian uh, female voiceover, mm-hmm. and she's like you know the pinnacle of fashion, this and that and the other. He's driving in a Ferrari or whatever. Yeah, it's a Ferrari. and then you see like a close up of a steak. <laughs> I know it's like just like ripping through this with threads of steak. <laughs> Good looking steak though. I would I would eat that. Oh man. Oh my goodness! Anyways, oh then we had our- oh oh so FTW Assassin says I've seen them use spoons in videos before to show off. There you go. Okay, well maybe I'm maybe I'm the dumb one here. So Dab with Dan's worked in two steakhouses. Says yes, very easy to cut with a butter knife, easy to eat. Okay, but is that a thing? Okay, but here's the thing: you can cut it with a butter knife. Doesn't mean it's like proper to do so. Maybe like, do, maybe maybe do they it was not just, offer steak knives. Maybe the idea was, you know, only the finest things for Giovanni Vinci. So he'll actually go to the steakhouses where you can cut your steaks with the with the butter knife. He's not going to Sizzler, you know. <laughs> well, no, I no, I get that. I'm just saying, if you go to the finest steakhouse with the most tender meat, do they uh, do they not offer steak knives because they're like, hey, we don't need I've, them? Our I've never been so... to a steak place that didn't offer a steak knife. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so Zondo says I worked at a cook in a fancy restaurant. Unless he's eating, uh, uh. uh how do you pronounce this? Uh, Wagyu? Wagyu? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember okay. exactly. He says you shouldn't be given anything other than a steak knife. All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Wagyu. Anyways. Wagyu. That's what it is. Wagyu. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I know I'd have yeah. heard it before. Yeah, Wagyu. I too. Uh, Baron Corbin's always talking about it. Yes. Oh man, that guy. Man, that's what I should head up. Hey, Baron. Is it weird that you know somebody in the WWE umbrella is eating a steak with a butter knife? Yeah, I don't know. He probably, he probably that. done that before to show off how tender his meat is. After that, we had uh, Cameron Grimes versus Nathan Frazier. Nathan Frazier is amazing. This he's guy really is just a walking fucking. This he's so good, man. He is really good. The way he sells, it looks like everything hurts. It's great. Uh, Trick and Mellow are on commentary. And I don't know if... So, like... 
once they got to some of the more spectacular moments of this match, because Nathan Frazier is just a walking highlight reel, mm-hmm. Carmelo seemed legitimately tickled at watching Nathan Frazier. And I was yeah. like, oh, is it because he's beating up on Grimes, which is a totally an in-character thing? Yeah, yeah. But there also seemed to be an element of him actually being into the match and watching Nathan Frazier. Because like some of the bits were like Nathan Frazier would get some offense or he'd sell big time for Grimes. Mm-hmm. You look at Carmelo and he just seems like in awe at Nathan mm-hmm. Frazier because mm-hmm. he's really good. He is really good. I thought that was a fun little thing there. It was. But, it was. Uh, but yeah, in the end, Grimes gets the win with uh, the cave-in. Uh, and then uh, Trick tries to attack Grimes from behind. He throws him out of the ring. Melo tries to attack too. Grimes fends him off. Trick pulls Mello out of the ring. So I don't know, man. Grimes is standing tall. I, I feel like your logic is pretty sound with Grimes winning because Solo says he's got next. But, yeah, I don't know. It'd be weird if they just had that title go to Carmelo and then all of a sudden Solo got it because he's yeah. up next. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. Don't know. Yup. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I have a thread here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you can't make one of the shows, we have a question thread for all of our recaps. You can uh, uh, leave your question there, and then uh, we'll answer it here on the show. Yep. Uh, Let's see here. First up from uh, Alex Foster. He asks, besides Zion Quinn, what other wrestlers should have catchphrases? that completely confuse their fellow wrestlers. Von Wagner. It's Von Wagner's world. You're just living in it. I mean, I understand. I've heard that before. Yeah, but, but I feel like it doesn't make any sense. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't really done anything. He hasn't done anything. In fact, he's underperformed. Yeah, he like, has. He debuted in a, cha- in a match to, to, to crown a champion. And since then, it's been all downhill. He was sent to UK on excursion. Yeah. He's probably going to beat Sam Gradwell, which makes me mad. Yeah, I know. I know. That shouldn't be happening. Conscious crap. Make a diamond mine handshake or hand gesture for them all to do when they say diamond mine is forever. I mean, the most obvious one is. So you need the diamond, but then the f- is there like a F you can make too? Not really. What if you do like? What they do is they bring, make the diamond, they go in, and then like like double high fives. So oh, that, what about th- that? Shit, yeah. Double what, high fives? So you, you got go, a diamond. And then bring your hands down. What if you do... There's four here. You're making four, this way too six complicated. <laughs> way too complicated. Trying to get creative, man. Oh, uh, let's see here. Other questions. Um, uh, David Matuschek, who do you think Braun Breaker should face after Joe Gacy gets clocked out? His own dad. Ooh. He said, Dad, you lingering about this place is the reason why we got into this feud. Now I'm going to take you out because you're a butt sucker. It's like, geez. Wow. Uh, White Brownie, if the Creeds were to lose, which UK tag team would make sense as replacements? Grizzled Young Veterans. If the Creeds were to lose, which NXT UK tag team would or make Gallus, the most? Or Gallus, have the Coffee Brothers reunite uh, yeah. on good terms. Oh, uh, It'd be Mustache Mountain. Oh, they're falling apart, dude. They need to come over here so they can bond mm. and to get on the same page. I want to see Trent join Diamond Mine. Him colliding with Roderick Strong would be fucking hilarious. That would be pretty funny. Plus, he doesn't really look like Diamond Mine material. <laughs> he likes kebabs. 
King CDM, Shane has talked Vince into agreeing to, agreeing to a forbidden door five-on-five five basketball game against AEW. Steve, you pick five wrestlers from WWE. Larson, you pick five from AEW. Oh, so we're doing basketball games? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I'd go with um, – I mean, Grayson Waller acts like he can play basketball. He's tall. Yeah. He does the sort of through the I'm I'm gonna take a gamble and say he actually knows how to play basketball right, pretty fair. decently. I'll go with Grayson Waller. Um I'll go with uh didn't doesn't like the Miz know how to play basketball? I think so. I'll go with him, Miz. I think Kofi does too. Kofi, yeah. I'll go with Kofi. Um hold on one second here. I wanna see, I wanna verify something. Uh oh, that's interesting. Sangha was a, a national kickboxing gold medalist. Hmm. I was like, he's really tall. He's 6'8". I wonder if he'd be good at basketball. But I think kickboxing is his thing. Um, so those guys. Um, I mean, you got to figure Montez Ford with those, with those hops of his. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He probably balls. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, so I don't know if that's three or four. I'd I'm go four or five. I'd go Satnam Singh. He was drafted. By yeah, the that's Mavericks. good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Lance Archer played basketball. He's a college quarterback, so he's an athlete. Oh, okay. and he's he's a huge dude. Okay. Uh, Scorpio Sky, huge Lakers fan. Yeah, sure. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Lash Legend. I'd put I'd put Lash Legend on my team. That'd be my fifth. Oh, yeah, uh, Bailey. Cool. I think Bailey I played high school right. basketball. Okay. Um, I just don't know who else plays ball. I, well, I know. That's the tough part. Uh, Mayor of Planet Houston, while you think about that. Mayor of Planet Houston. Doesn't seem yet like anyone is ready to take oh, the NXT. Jade Cargill. She played basketball. There you go. Doesn't seem like anyone is ready to take the NXT Women's Championship off of Mandy Rose. Who should it be, and should it be when they're ready to call up all of Toxic Attraction the main roster? Yeah, it should be. They should they should call up Toxic Attraction soon, and uh, and have somebody take those titles. It should off. be it should be it should be Roxanne Perez. It should be Roxanne Perez, absolutely. Oh, apparently Nick Jackson's good at basketball, so I guess I can have him on on the team too. Oh, that's good. So it'd be Satnam, it'd be Lance, it'd mm-hmm. be Scorpio Sky, it'd be Jade, mm-hmm. and it'd be Nick Jackson. Solid squad. It's a good squad. Uh, Nikhil says, how many pins do you see Roderick Strong taking before his contract is up? I don't know when his contract's up, but I think it's a while, isn't it? It is. I think it's several years. Um, So what's uh, a pin, I don't know, every three weeks? For Okay, so every three weeks 50 more pins. Let's say 50 more pins. Yeah, okay. Okay. That sounds right. Makes sense. All right, everybody, we're going to be back tonight for our AEW review. So pay attention to your subscription feed thing. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on the YouTube and that little notify bell. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, do us a favor, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really helps grow going in raw. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard 
just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.